Listen. Are you listening? <laughs> This is the sound of my country. This is the sound of Taiwan. Taiwan, a small island with a whole world of sounds. Thanks so much for joining us today here on Radio Taiwan International. Up ahead this hour, it's Jukebox Republic. But as always, we start things off with a brand new edition of Here in Taiwan. Welcome to Here in Taiwan. If you're just joining us now on our Facebook live stream, welcome to you. Today is Friday, July 30th. Otherwise, we're now in the month of August if you're listening to us on the radio. It's now going to be, uh, I believe, August the 2nd, if my math is correct. I'm John Van Trieste, and joining me in the studio today for a whole bunch of Olympic-related stories is Shirley Lin. Hi there. All right, in just a moment, we'll be telling you where Taiwan's athletes stand on the Olympic stage. Also, a look at a... Taiwan's quarantining athletes who have come home and are stuck in a quarantine hotel. Also, the Philippines' first ever gold Olympic medalist, recalls fondly training in Taiwan. We'll be telling you about her Taiwan connection in just a moment. Please stick around. Hey, John, you want to turn? Don't stop on my program. Well, tell us about our athletes who are quarantined. Okay, great. Yeah, so you were talking about that some of the athletes already made it back to Taiwan, um, you know, and uh, they're now in quarantine, but uh, they're being very well taken care of. Um, the thing is that for one, there's the, um, what's her name now? I'm trying to think here. Uh, there's the uh, Luo, Luo, Luo Jialing. She's the oh, one the Taekwondo. Who, right, and she won the bronze for Taekwondo. Now, um, she was shown uh, on the news, I guess some reporter was like, you know, interviewing her, saying, how are you doing? Are you being well fed? And um, she was showing that the hotel provided her scrambled eggs and vegetables. And you're going like, that's for breakfast. And, and fruit too. Okay. But I'm sure there's also something else. But you know, I couldn't really tell from the picture that she was holding up. But she said that wasn't it because she's got lots of fans. And, but um, they can't visit her. She's in quarantine. Yeah, but they're sending her food, you know, like using the food delivery. I guess so. And so, first of all, well, first of all, let's not talk about the fans. Let's talk about how her mom <laughs> is getting her favorite <laughs> xiaolongbao, these well, we have uh, to soup that is. dumplings, you know, these small soup dumplings. and um, They're called soup dumplings because they're filled with hot broth. Hot broth, yeah, yeah, so yeah. So you got to be careful when you eat them. Exactly. And she said that she's got this favorite xiaolongbao place from near her high school. So her mom made sure that she got those for her because she said that whenever she, I guess she's, she's from down south. And she said every, oh, yeah, every the time when she... Oh, yeah, a lot better there. Oh, but the thing is that she said every time when she comes up north, she would definitely visit that Xiaolongbao place. Huh, why is but that? But she didn't give the name. But anyway, she <laughs> said that it's great. Yeah, you know, that, they'd have it. to pay her if she did, I guess. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Endorsement fees. You know how when, um, because it's, it's very common that you get breakfast from, you know, these breakfast places near where you, when you went to school. 
yeah. And so I guess she fell in love with the Shalom Bao there, you know, because she's probably having it like every every day for three years, you know, going to high school there. So, but it was really funny because when her mom showed up at the first floor of the hotel that she was staying she bumped into Premier Su Zhenchang and the education minister. What were they doing there? Who were also sending her food. Wow, she's going to have to watch her, like, diet. Well, that's the whole point about this story, is that they said they got to be very picky about all the food that everybody's sending them. What about her trainers? Well, don't they have objections? Uh, I didn't see don't. the trainer there at all, and she didn't didn't mention anything about the trainer, but I'm sure she's being watched. So that's why she said that she's going to have to be very picky. Count her calories. Yeah. I, I know, you know, I don't understand. I mean, everybody knows that they have to watch their diet and they have to watch their calories. And why are you, what are you doing sending them all this food? You think that they were like depleted of food while they were in Tokyo at the Olympics or something? Oh, no. It's just weird. So what the, the premiers um, sent her, they got her Ding Tai Feng's Xiao Long Bao, the same the kind same of dish, soup dumplings, but, but it's from, from this really famous probably brand. Probably the most famous. Yeah, probably the most famous. Restaurant they're that's awesome. famous for these. They're dishes. really good. I mean, constantly there are tourists, Did Japanese it? tourists especially, that's always lining up outside the um the the, the first store mm. that opened, right? Do they do takeout? I didn't know they did takeout. Oh, I think they do. I guess since the pandemic they can't have Well the premier went and picked it up probably. Oh, wow, that <laughs> I'm is just kidding. That's a VIP service. Yeah, really. Um so then they also got them uh apparently Taiwan is also famous for uh, it's this hot spice it's this small it dumplings but uh, with a with a hot spicy, spicy sauce, sauce over it them. chili sauce they're so pretty good actually they are good they are good they got them that too now the <laughs> presidential <laughs> office also sent them some food it's the famous um, you know the breakfast place traditional breakfast Which place one? from Fuhang you know, mm. Fuhang, yeah, it's in Taipei City. Have you ever been there? No. There's always a long line. And it's a, it's not even like a fancy place. I've had my my husband's brother was visiting from the States. He got in line for it because he's just got to have it. How long? Um, Do you wait? Of, you know, at least 20 minutes or something. If you're in a hurry. 20 that's... minutes to 30 minutes, you know, there was always a long line. And so they got her soy milk and breakfast, you know, from this Fuhang, famous Fuhang mm. uh, breakfast place. They also, the presidential office also got her Lu Wei. It's like this assortment of like tofu and I don't know, well, it's um, not vegetables like tofu. and it's all cooked all kinds together of stuff. Yeah, in and, a boiling uh, uh, broth. Right, that it's imparts more its flavor and color. Chinese to it. medicinal kind of broth, you know. Yeah, uh, Lu Wei. That's what it's called. It's got eggs, veggies, um, all kinds of stuff. Veggies, pig's blood cake, and yes. things like that. Instant um, noodles are often yes, added. Yes, I was just gonna say. And actually, some kind of like inner organs in, of yes. pigs, inner organs kind of stuff. You can anyway. usually choose your own. So I yes. hope that they asked her in advance what she wanted. Right. Now, um, and also cheesecake. <laughs> her trainer is going to be I, real mad. I'm thinking, okay, I think um, they made a note saying that um, the presidential office made sure that the Lu Wei, um, they only picked certain items for the athletes because some other items they have... There's kind of like, you know, um, preservatives or some kind of chemical in them that's not, that's not good. For anyone. That's not legal for, <laughs> for athletes oh, in I, particular. I see. I see. So they could get like doping charges? Yeah, 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 oh. yeah. So they were very careful about that. And the cheesecake and the panna cotta are low sugar cheesecake and panna cotta. That doesn't apparently. help with the calorie count though. It's like, you know, they want them to have, it's like, you know, 
I don't know what they're thinking. Are they thinking like, hey, you've won a medal, you know, just take it easy, have some fun, Athletes have some food that. that you're not supposed to have, but hey, it's low sugar, so no worries, you know, just go ahead oh. and have it. I guess if the presidential office buys it for you, you eat it, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know. But that wasn't it. That wasn't apparently, it? Yeah, apparently there's also a drink shop that got her not just one drink, not just two, but several drinks. And we're talking about these like really sweetened drinks. So maybe they're good about they're low tea sugar. Shops. Probably, they're know? usually tea shops. Yeah, but tea shops. Tea right. in air quotes because uh, I've seen some like news or news reports about them. The amount of sugar they fill, they can almost fill up the whole cup with them. Yes, and it's they also true. contain lots of other sweet goodies like tapioca. Yeah, um, that's the yummy part because you chew in this drink. Okay, it's terrible <laughs> for you. balls and stuff like that. Well, you do. I mean, you can order say like you know half sugar or no sugar. half ice or no sugar that kind of stuff. So that's what these famous tea drink shops are. So this drink shop for some reason got her more than one of these drinks. So how she's she's not going to be able to finish it all, you know? I mean, yeah, why are they waste. wasting the food? But anyway, who's delivering um, it to her? She can't leave her room. No, she can. But they deliver to your room. You can it's if you stay at a quarantine service? hotel. You they 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 you can have. Like Food Panda I'm, and Uber Eats send food to you. Okay. Um, the the hotel staff will bring it up to your door. So I'm a bit confused, though. You huh. said that the athletes are quarantining. And yeah. I just read an article saying that athletes don't have to quarantine, but everyone else does, um, even if you're vaccinated. But except it seems for athletes. like you, they are. They have huh. to be quarantined coming there back. There seems to be some inconsistent reporting. Probably. Anyway. Well, at least one of them is, and she's getting... Really yeah. Well now that's one athlete. That's just I've one. I've got a story about the other one. I've got a story about the other one. <laughs> oh um, man! You know Yang Yongwei, who's the one who got the, the silver in judo. Oh, he was really judo. cute. Yeah, he's great. He did like a little thing where like he smelled his medal. The smell. Oh, of, that's like, what I. The sweet heard. smell of sweet victory, kind Aww. of a thing. It was. It was kind of cute. Yeah, that must have been. Well, apparently some sponsors sent her like a whole box of cherries. Now that's fine. Okay, you know it's good to have good fruit it's very sugary though but oh yeah it is it is a very sugary fruit isn't it um but there's also a big bucket of spanish potato chips it's a spanish brand why would they do that is there, <laughs> are they are they like the importer for them i don't know i have no you idea gotta watch out. A... i mean okay so it's one thing for like i guess they all have to watch out because they may end up in a different weight class uh, yeah, they, I know. They measure them very carefully. By weight, yeah. But um, I don't know. People are thinking, what are the fans thinking? Oh, no, the sponsors. Uh, apparently, I don't hear anything about the fans. But it's the sponsors, you know. Yeah. They're thinking, like, let's have a party with you, like, um, but remote, <laughs> virtually. <laughs> like, you can have your bucket of potato chips, and I can, and, you know, let's have a party. I don't know. So whatever they're thinking. Now, uh, of course, the Taipei government office also sent them something. Oh, Actually, no. I already mentioned this. It's the low sugar panna cotta and cheesecake too. And the presidential office also sent him full hung um, rice balls. These, these, these. Um, oh, but very different. The, 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 the longish kind. So we right? got to explain this too. Um, right. All these food things we have to explain because uh, <laughs> they're not what you, they're not what you're imagining. They're not right. what you're imagining. Um, usually, there's a stick of fried dough, a bit like a cooler in the middle of it. But this with, one does not have the fried dough. Okay, but they also have lots of other stuff that's not great for you. Right. Um, <laughs> radishes, pickled radish. Yes. In egg. Chopped egg. Um, yeah, usually, like what a, else is in there? Sometimes uh, meat uh, floss, which is where they soak pork for a very long oh, time in yes. sauce and sugar until it dissolves into a sort of a uh, sort of, I don't know what to call it. Like, a, I guess floss is the floss, word. Yeah, like consistency, like sort like of, uh, cotton candy crunchy, consistency. Crumbly, yeah, it's like cotton candy, yeah. and all wrapped in a cylindrical. It's not Rice. really a ball, right? 
Yeah, it's not a rice、uh-huh. bowl. But anyway, so they got、uh, the presidential office got him that extra large size with without the deep fried dough. Okay, the yotiao. That's really very just... small difference, given all the other stuff that goes in there, though. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't, you know, you should skip out and deep, deep fried stuff. But also, apparently, it does come with some kind of preservatives and chemicals that are、um. not not that good. So anyway,、Ugh. but um, they said they're gonna have to. They say thank everybody for all the great、so、food and everything, but they have to be very picky. They wish that they can do exercise and training in their rooms, but the rooms are way too small. Yeah. So they're doing just very basic kind of training while they're in quarantine. Ah,、uh, yeah. I mean, I, I imagine because it's not the Olympics are the only things we see, but there are regional and local and national competitions going on all the time. Who knows、That's、when their next、right. thing? It's a real shame. Like this, usually after a big sporting event like this,、mm, all the fans pack the airport to welcome them back, <laughs> and the、yes. heroes welcome, and they didn't get that this time. Um, I thought some did. They well, there were some there, I think. Not, not that、really、many. Not allowed to get near them. Well, well yeah, you, they can't get just over the distance, but you know, you can't stop fans from I like. I know. I wanted to go wanted and, go. and、oh, yeah? see some of them, but yeah,、oh, it's、I、really、know. not a, not doable this time around. It's a shame.、Right. Um, yeah. I hope, not that the story mentions it, but I do hope that the promise to fly them home in business class was kept. Yeah, it hasn't been mentioned because, at all again、um, on the return flight. They were sent. They were. They were put. Degraded to coach suddenly on the way over, and it cost、yeah. a big kerfuffle. And and it wasn't even like the whole team went at the same time. No, they、We've、were they were promised business class, and they didn't get it going over. So、right. I, they really better the have first, given it to them going back. The first back. batch, at least,、yeah. I think. Yeah, but anyway,、mm. all right. So where do our athletes stand? Well, this is、uh, the latest we have. By the time you're hearing this. This may all be out of date, and actually, I hope it is because we already have six medals.、Mm-hmm. We're doing really good this year. To, it's a for Taiwan six is a lot.、Um, yeah, we really haven't ever gotten that many before. That's right. So we'll start with badminton.、Uh, our duo duo Li Yang and Wang Tilin.、Uh, they became the first ever Taiwanese badminton players to advance to the semifinals.、Oh, okay. They defeated the the number. Yeah, they defeated two players from Japan and.、Uh, Unfortunately, the men's singles didn't turn out that well.、Uh, our athlete in that contest,、uh, Wang Ziwei, was eliminated from the round of sixteen. But oh、mm. well,、uh, we have some people in the semifinals in、okay. archery.、Uh, we had actually two because you know they have individual events as well as group ones. Yes. So it turned into a contest between actually two different Taiwanese athletes. Uh huh. <laughs>、uh, <laughs> Tom Jujun, who's the one that I really like in that team,、uh, advanced, beating another Taiwanese athlete,、uh, Wei Junhong. <laughs> And a、okay. third member of the team,、uh, Dong Yucheng, got、uh, eliminated, unfortunately,、uh, in the round of 64. So that's pretty early. Sorry, which sport is this? This、again? is archery. Oh,、okay. they're really Taiwan did really good, but they got the team got us. The men's team got a silver medal earlier.、Mm. The women's、uh, on the women's side of archery, Lin Jiaen also、uh, got into the final 16. So、oh, wow, we're doing pretty well.、Okay. Boxing, which I actually saw for the first time today, they weren't broadcasting it before. Oh, okay. So I'm not sure if the competition just started or if they just decided they got tired of the other things and、oh. decided to do something different today. Anyway,、uh, Huang Xiaowen、uh, is a Taiwanese boxer who won her opening bout in the flyweight category. That's women's flyweight, 48 to 51 kilograms. She's in the quarterfinals, and it's her first Olympics. She's、oh. only 23 years old. Yeah, there are a few who was like first timers, and yet they did really well. Performed yeah, really it's well. pretty cool. Yeah.、Uh, also, now we go over to table tennis.、Uh, our player Lin Yunju, who、uh, already has a bronze medal in the mixed doubles competition,、uh, unfortunately got eliminated in、uh, 
the bid to, in his bid to upset uh, the number one who is in, from China yeah. in the semifinals. So that didn't work quite work out for us. Uh, we didn't also do very well in shooting. Uh, Yang Quinpi, who is a, a shooter, failed to make it to the final, although finished and finished fourteenth on day two of the men's trap qualification event. Uh, and uh, two others, Wu Jiaying and Tian Jiachen, uh, got ninth and fourteenth respectively in the twenty-five meter pistol women's qualification precision event. Uh, they'll compete again for. Uh, tickets to the finals, which I, I guess means that they're only going to be watching. Mm. <laughs> um, okay. And finally, we go over to golf and swimming golf. golf. Um, Pan Zhong Zong, who is our star golfer here in Taiwan, he posted a three-over score of 74 Thursday morning in the first round of the men's stroke play competition. And uh, he was joined by his wife, who's also a caddy. <laughs> Uh, okay. That's kind of cute. Yeah, um, that is cute. And they together they landed fifty seventh out of sixty on the leaderboard. Uh, so not too terrible. Finally, swimming. Mm. Ah, very sad news here. Our oh. big hope, Eddie Wong. Oh yeah. Yeah, he got thirty fifth. Oh. Okay. In the men's one hundred butterfly event, falling well short. It says here of the spot in the top sixteen that he needed to advance. So. Oh, okay. That's where we stand. Some some wins, some losses. That's how it yeah. goes. But I'm hoping more gold medals. We still have some chances. I mean, if you were to be able to be there at the games, which one would you really wa go watch and like sit in the bleachers? Some of them, actually, I don't know if you've been watching or not, but um, they, they go on longer than my attention span. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, you know what? I realized that I, I, I don't like watching, like, ball. I was thinking about this. I don't like watching like badminton or ping pong, no? like you know, table tennis because it's just too fast and I'm, it's just nerve wracking for me. Oh. You know, it's like really tense. It's like you can, yeah. you, you, if you miss the ball or whatever. <laughs> and then I realized that I'm okay watching swimming. Really, but that's that's <laughs> tense too. Why is that? What's why? the difference? Because it's not, you. it's not, it's not a ball game. I, I don't know. It's not a fast game. It's like you watch. Fast. Well, and then, you know, I like the way the cameras are, you know, um, angled mm. and you just watch the form and it's just, it, it's just soothing just watching the form and not thinking about like, you know, I don't know. It's just only when they touch at the final, when they touch mm. the side of the pool, that, that would be a tense thing. It's like, you know, cause they, they line up all yeah. the, the, the top three, right. And then you see it and you go, but that's about the only moment. I'm sure it's nerve wracking the for them. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, but I don't know. I just feel calm or watching swimming mm. um yeah i think my thing is just a ball you know anything any sport with a ball it's just nerve-wracking for me so you would like choose high swimming? jump is fine right pomo oh. horse is fine oh gymnastics is gymnastics that's fine that's yeah. fun but it's the ball it's just too fast i guess and it's really nerve-wracking so you would watch swimming or gymnastics those would be your I choices think I, I i it looks like that it looks that way for me i like to watch <laughs> so, judo but i also like to watch some of the more obscure sports judo. like fencing judo judo is a little rough for me uh or like I, fencing just, is would be uh, interesting uh yeah and also we do we have fencing in olympics yeah it's an olympic sport oh, it is uh, but i don't know but that we have any taiwanese competitors no, not, not from taiwan and then uh the sport climbing that's the other really exciting one. Oh, I don't know that one. Is that? Yeah, like they climb a wall. It's oh, kind of... Really? Yeah. But none from Taiwan, right? I doubt it. It's the first year they're oh, doing it, though. Oh, that's too bad. I would like to watch that. That's kind of yeah, fun. And they have surfing this year as well. I don't oh. know if they had before. And I don't know how, like... Because do you have to have do it in a wave pool? Because what if the weather is bad? I know. I can never figure out how you score. 
and surfing. That looked cool. Ten points. <laughs> <laughs> I could never figure out. Um, yeah, how do you score that? Oh no, those would be the ones from. You know, me, I, think. I mean, people. You know, the judges are watching from the from the shore. How do you how do you score? I guess do they have they? like binoculars. Binoculars? Or something. Do they? Maybe. Do they? Oh, I was wondering. Oh no. Wow. So I'm pretty sure uh, you know this because you host a special program geared towards Filipino listeners. Oh, so I'm sure yeah. you know this, but maybe not of all all of our listeners do. Uh, mm-hmm. The Philippines recently won its first ever gold medal yeah. in weightlifting by Hidalin Diaz. Uh, she her story was pretty cool. I heard that she had no weights, and she would like make uh, like improvised ones. And really? Then started oh, entering I don't know all that part about her story. Yeah, oh, wow. she didn't have the she didn't have any proper weights for a long and then people started when she started winning competitions because of her dedication people just started giving them to her and she went on and on from there so oh. go all the way to a gold medal but yeah. did you know that she loves taiwan yeah and that she spent time here i, I yeah I, I was really 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 moved you know to hear that she has that taiwan connection yeah she even <laughs> and it wasn't that long it doesn't sound like it was a couple months period in 2019 when yeah. she was training in kaohsiung she went to kaohsiung in taiwan to get away from people t- tempting her to go out and have fun right like and friends and social media yeah. yeah yeah so she did her social media cleanse here and trained very hard <laughs> And so this, for some reason, she chose here is specifically a gal, uh, a high school in the city. Yeah. And she said she it got to the point where she felt like she had family here. Uh, That's like so a sweet. second home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, yeah, actually, she trained with a fellow gold medalist, a Taiwanese weightlifter. Yeah, Guo Xinchun. Yeah, Guo Xinchun. Yeah. Who, they're in different weight classes, slightly different okay. weight classes. Okay. She's. Diaz is 55 kilograms class, and uh, Guo in, is from Taiwan 59. is 59. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. But she said that the food was great. Yeah. I'm sure that didn't help her well, I training mean, at all. I, I'm sure she's, she was very disciplined. But, she oh, said, but then again, oh, well, no. I mean, weights, you need to be muscular. Yeah, but you can't weigh too much yeah. because they'll put you in the next right, category, in the next one, and right. you might not be ready for that. Right, right, right. You have um, to. You have to weigh your. Yeah, they have to be weighed before she, they do the competition. She was going to come back again, but then yes. COVID messed everything up. I know. And so she so, ended up going to Malaysia yeah. for training instead. But, I don't know why. Oh well, know, of course, they, time was close to borders for um, you know. Right. Non. But I don't. But Malaysia here. didn't. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I wonder. Anyway, she says she's been invited to revisit Taiwan. Yes. She'd love to. And actually, she wants to bring other Filipino athletes here to exchange knowledge and Yay, build friendships. Yeah, do that. And that yeah. would be really cool. The school, the high school where she trained. Yeah. has also congratulated her mm-hmm. and they listed all the foods that she liked to eat which is <laughs> this is the problem it's a wonder that any taiwanese athletes given the food options here ever get anywhere athletically speaking right it's, one was bubble tea yes, pearl milk tea, tea which is not not there's no <laughs> nutritious content in that at all <laughs> the other cool thing about her was that everyone in Kaohsiung in taiwan thought that she was really nice and approachable mm-hmm. which when you, she already had won a silver medal in rio okay and you would think that mm-hmm. that would make people cocky like right. go to their head and she wasn't like that at all so people yeah. here loved her she loved everyone here mm-hmm. and uh yeah i hope she can come back because she says that taiwan is quote a really good place to train yeah and she's 30 which right is, my age, so there's so. still hope for me. <laughs> My <laughs> Olympic dreams are not yet dashed. Right. Um, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, that's 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 great. I, I didn't even know that you can actually ask to go to another country for training, you know. I guess if you're a silver, if, if you've already won a silver medal, they'll do anything. Oh, is that why? 
And um, but of course, because she's got limited resources, probably, and to get away from friends and media and all the and, yeah. you know, all the distraction. But yeah, you got to be very disciplined about that. I Yikes. mean, if you want to, the food, that, Taiwan's food will get you. Well, he came to the right place, Taiwan, <laughs> and he's she's falling in love with it, and which That's is great. It happens. It happens. Yes, it, it happens. happens to any foreigner, yes. including John. <laughs> All right, well, that does it for today's edition of Here in Taiwan. Thanks to everyone who joined us. I'm John Van Trieste. And I'm Shirley Lin. Stay tuned next for more of Shirley on Jukebox Republic. Welcome to Jukebox Republic. I'm Shirley Lin, Radio Taiwan International. Now, I've been wondering what to talk about today, because I can talk about Taiwan's team's performance at the Olympics, um, but we've been covering so much about that in the news and other programs and Taiwan Insider. Then I learned something about our gold medalist in weightlifting, Guo Xingchun, something about her that's so inspiring. So I'm going to share about that. And of course, Besides the fact that she also broke three Olympic records this time. And then I also learned something about another medalist, but not from Taiwan, who has a Taiwan connection. So it's all been so encouraging. And the word for encouraging, or the Chinese character for encouraging is Gu Li. And this song here is Xiang Ni Si Zhong Gu Li. Thinking about you is an encouragement by Zhang Xingzhe.
And one of my cousins who lives in the States, you know, he's like good friends with Zhang Xinzhou. Maybe they were classmates together. I don't remember. But they both got great voices. You know, so is my cousin who really can sing, still sings a lot. And he's a father of three kids, three boys, actually. Anyway, so that's Zhang Xinzhou with the song, Xiang Ni Shi Yi Zhong Gu Li. Just thinking about you is an encouragement. And that's how I feel about Guo Xingchun, who just won the, uh, she won the, um, the gold, right, in weightlifting in her category, 59 kilogram category. It's uh, really amazing. It's such an encouragement to all of Taiwan. But um, right before the Olympic finals in weightlifting, Guo Xingchun wrote an article in a Facebook page talking about her childhood days. Now, I always like to hear about that. She actually had a lot of challenges and hardships growing up. She's of the indigenous Amis people. She was born underweight, apparently, with the umbilical cord, you know, wrapped around her neck. So she struggled to survive from the very start. And uh, Guo Xingchun was raised by her grandmother since her own mother had to work out of time most of the time, uh, sorry, out of town most of the time, and, you know, wasn't home. And so and it's kind of common for uh, children in Taiwan, um, you know, to be raised up by their grandparents. I don't know. It's just, um, just, just how the way it is. But so that's why, you know, Taiwanese children, you know, grow very close to their grandparents. But Guo Xingchun's family was really struggling financially, so they were constantly moving, like physically moving, like moving from home to home, or staying at their relatives. But she was born an athlete, apparently. Guo Xingchun found real comfort in like playing sports, all kinds of sports. And she even managed to pay her own school tuition by way of athletic scholarships. Now, back in her middle school days, uh, she was on the basketball and track and field team, I think. Anyway, those were her favorites. Now, one time at a relay race at her high school, or no, it was at uh, this national high school games okay, competition, Guo Xingchun was very, very close to winning a medal, but then she dropped the baton at this relay race, and she couldn't face the failure. She cried all day, you know, because of the loss. Little did she know, though, that the next day, the very next day, she easily won a gold medal in weightlifting without a lot of preparation for weightlifting. So that incident found her the most suitable sport, and that's weightlifting. And then she joined the national team training in her high school freshman year, starting from her freshman high school year. She was already a rising star in a lot of international competitions before enduring a serious muscle strain on her right thigh while she was preparing for the uh, 2014 Asian Games. Now, Weights can really be a strain in your body if you do it right, but it's so easy to not do it right. I know because I do weights, you know, I do strength training, not like, not regularly like uh, Guo Xingchun, but, um, you know, I'm thin, I don't have a lot of muscles, so I know what it's like to not do it right, and then you just hurt yourself. But if you do it right, I just love it. When you feel sore all over the next day, you know that you were doing it right, you know. And um, it's such a feeling of accomplishment, and it keeps me going. Anyway, haven't been feeling that lately because <laughs> I haven't been really working out. But with that injury, Guo Xingchun, 
you know, I mean, her fans and classmates and coach and coaches thought that she won't be able to compete again. And, and she even really doubted herself, too. Fortunately, though, with the support of her coach, doctors, and her team, she fought hard, and eventually she managed to stand up again. Now her motto is, believe that all the challenges in life are the best arrangements. They're for your own good. I, I think I, I have to agree with that. Now I'm going to play another song about encouragement. How about this one by J.J. Lin? I de Gu Li, Encouragement from Love. You ready? One, two, three, go!
get out of here. Now, something really encouraging, touching that Guo Xingchun uh, did is that um, there was one time when she thought, like, you know, if it took that long for an ambulance to arrive at the National Sports Training Center after she injured herself on the barbell that time, then she thought it would be even tougher for an ambulance to reach her hometown on the East Coast or even, like, places that are so, you know, like, remotely unreachable. And, and she thinks that that would be a real problem. So, you know what she did? She donated 1.5 million NT dollars, that's like 54,000 US dollars, of a prize money uh, that she won from international competitions to buy ambulances. Not just one, um, not just one, but anyway, yeah. And she said that it's really important to remember that life isn't just about winning a competition. It's about helping others to finish their competitions. Even when they get hurt, you want them to heal and be back on, you know, uh, on the field and competing. So basically, Guo Xingchun has been a record breaker and a keeper in many international contests, of course, including the Olympics, but also universiats, Asian Games, and much, much more. And so she won her title, uh, the Goddess of Weightlifting. Yeah, Taiwan seems to like that, Goddess of whatever. <laughs> anyway, she's a Goddess of Weightlifting. Here's another song. Um, well, in Taiwanese, it's It means gentle encouragement. This is by Chen Shenyu. <laughs> So 
起一天，咱心永远原来有你，才会有我。相信爱是一种天地，思念是空在起飞，不缘分起对，不惊的是起错，真爱有来过。我会记你温柔的鼓励，相信我的无。And then I also learned that another weightlifter from the Philippines, though, that's Hydalin Diaz.、Um, she won a gold last week, which was Philippines' first ever Olympic gold, and that she has a sweet Taiwan connection. In 2019, she came to Taiwan,、uh, to southern Taiwan, actually Kaohsiung, for training. She said she has really fond memories of that. She visited Taiwan twice in 2019, like. Um, what was it now? July to August, and then no, no, no. July to September, and then from November to December, or something like that.、Um, yeah, so that she could concentrate on her training without being distracted by her friends and social media back home. That is so funny. But、um, she said that it just made her feel like she's got a second family in town, like a second home. And she did her training at a senior high school in Gaoshan. And she said that she intends to return to Taiwan for training. Uh, she had intended to return to Taiwan for training this time, but because Taiwan closes borders to foreigners due to the COVID, she went to Malaysia instead. Oh, okay. And Diaz said that Taiwan is really a good place to train, and also, you know, all the children in Gaoshan really look up to her. And the great thing is that she actually got trained with Guo Xingchun. Yeah, she did. Except that they're in different categories, though. She said the coaches were really good and they're really cool.、Uh, the Taiwanese coaches, and that the food in Gaoshan is great, and that's why she loves it here. I mean, we do have a big Filipino expat population in Taiwan, you know, who are great caregivers for our senior citizens and workers, you know, at our factories. I mean, Dia said that she has been invited to revisit Taiwan, and she said she would definitely come and bring other 
Filipino athletes with her, and um, and the school, the Kaohsiung School, even remembers her very well. How she really loved to uh, climb mountains and visit different islands and going to the beach, and that she loves pearl milk tea, bubble tea. Well, she better not have too much of that. It's not good for her as an athlete. Anyway, hope you enjoyed that and just a little bit of you know side stories related to Olympics in some ways. But um, it's always good to know to cheer on your team, right? Hope everybody's doing great and that you are enjoying the Olympics. All right. Uh, as for me, go Taiwan, go! Thanks so much for tuning into Jukebox Republic. I'm Shirley Lin, and I'm going to end with another song about encouragement. Here's this one by Li Hong Wang. I the Guri, another one about love's encouragement. Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw for the latest news and features from Taiwan. You can also listen to our programs and watch videos as well. Our 60-minute English language program can also be heard every day at the following times and frequencies. In southern China and South Asia, from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kilohertz. Again, that's in southern China and South Asia, from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kilohertz. And in Southeast Asia, from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kilohertz. Again, that's in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kilohertz. We'd love to hear from you. 
Please send your comments to P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Again, that's P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Or send an email to rti at rti.org.tw. Again, that's rti at rti.org.tw. Also visit us on Facebook. The address is fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International. Once again, on Facebook, we're located at fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International for videos, photos, and news of interest from Taiwan. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International.